Thank you for health and strength again this morning, Lord. I thank you woken me with you on my mind this morning. I am thankful, Lord God, that I've got a God who with his angels watches over me, Lord. I am thankful you have given me strength to stand, O oh God. You've given me eyes to see, ears to hear, a tongue to talk, O oh God. I am so thankful. God, that you have blessed me like none other today, Lord God. How great is our God. How great it is his name. He's the greatest one. You're the ever for same, God. You whirled back the waters of the mighty Red Sea, and you said, I want to lead you, so put your trust in me. And I trust in God wherever I may be, upon the land, upon the rolling sea, for come what may from day to day, my heavenly Father watches over me. Well, I trust in him tonight. Uh, I trust in you, Jesus. I know, God, uh, that you're able to do exceeding abundantly above all I could ever ask to think of thee, O oh God. You are the righteous God. <clears throat> You are the Lord of glory. You are the great I am, the way, the truth, the life, and the door. Father, I bless your glorious name right now. If it had not been for you today, God, where would I be, O oh Lord? If it had not been for you, Jesus, where would I be today, O oh God? Lord, I'm thankful that I know that you reached down with the tender hand of love and mercy, and you pulled me out, O oh God. I am thankful that you healed my body when I'm sick. Uh, I am thankful, Lord God, that you touch me when I'm in pain. Uh, I am thankful, Lord God, again, that I have an opportunity to just lift my hands and say thank you. Uh, thank you for the roof over my head. Thank you for the clothes upon my back. Uh, thank you for health and strength, oh God. Uh, oh Lord, you're worthy to be praised. Uh, you're worthy, oh God, to be exalted, oh Lord. Uh, I thank you, Jesus, that you know all I have need of uh, before I ever asked of thee, O oh God, again tonight. Uh, oh God, you are the healer. Uh, you are the provider, O oh God. You are Jehovah Jireh, my provider. Uh, and my strength is in you, Lord. My power is in you, Jesus. Uh, all that I have need of is in you tonight, Lord. Uh, and I look to you, Jesus, again and again. Uh, praise God for your goodness. Uh, Hallelujah, Jesus. Uh, praise God. Praise God. Uh, hallelujah, Jesus. I thank you. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Well, he set me free. Yes, he set me free. He broke the bonds of prison for me. I'm glory bound, my Jesus, to see. Glory to God, he set me free. He set me free, yes, he set me free. He broke the bonds of prison for me. I'm glory bound, my Jesus, you see. Glory to God, he set me free. Well, once like a bird in prison I dwelled. No freedom from my sorrow I felt. But Jesus came and listened to me. And glory to God, he set me free. Yes, he set me free. Yes, he set me free. He broke the bonds of prison for me. I'm glory bound, my Jesus, to see. Oh, glory to God, he set me free. Now I am climbing higher each day. Darkness of night has drifted away. My fleet are planted on higher ground. And glory to God, I'm homeward bound. Well, he set me free, yes, he set me free. 
He broke the bonds of prison for me. I'm glory bound, my Jesus, you see. Glory to God, He set me free. Goodbye to sin and things that confound. Not of this world shall turn me around. Daily I'm working, I'm praying to. And glory to God, I'm going through. Yes, He set me free. Yes, He set me free. He broke the bonds of prison for me. I'm glory bound, my Jesus, you see. Glory to God, He set me free. Yes, He set me free. Yes, He set me free. He broke the bonds of prison for me. I'm glory bound, my Jesus, to see. Glory to God, He set me free. Hallelujah, God. I am thankful, God, that you brought me out of the miry clay. Oh, God, you set me on a rock and established my going. Oh, Lord, I thank you, Jesus. For setting me free tonight, Lord. Hallelujah, God. I thank you, Jesus. Oh, you're worthy, God. Oh, you're worthy, Jesus. You are worthy, oh God. You are worthy, oh God. You are worthy. Thou loving kindness is better than life, uh, and my lips shall praise thee while I live. Uh, I will lift my voice in the sanctuary and praise the Lord. Uh, I will say of God, he is my strength and my buckler. Uh, surely you will deliver me from the snare of the fowler and from the noisome pestilence. Uh, you will cover me with your feathers, and under your wings I will trust. Uh, your truth shall be my shield and my buckler. Oh, yes, God, I praise you. Oh, yes, Lord, I magnify you. Oh, thank you, Jesus. Thank you, Jesus, for the beautiful day you've given. Thank you for the power. Thank you for the anointing, oh, God. Sweet Holy Spirit, sweet heavenly dove, stay right here with us and fill us with your love. And for these blessings, we'll lift our hands and pray. Without a doubt, we know we've been revived when we shall leave this place, oh God. Hallelujah. Hallelujah, Lord. Hallelujah. Come by here, God. Somebody is praying, God. Come by here, Lord. Somebody needs a touch tonight. Come by here, God. Somebody is weary tonight. Come by here, God. Someone is in pain tonight. Come by here, oh God. Someone is lonely, God. Come by here, O oh God. Come by here, O oh Lord. Hear the cry of your children tonight. O oh God, hear, O oh God, those that are calling for deliverance. Come by here tonight. Those that are calling to you, come by, O oh God. Meet their needs, O oh God. Meet their needs, O oh God. Answer their prayer tonight, O oh God. Look beyond their faults, O oh God. See their need, O oh God. God, uh, help them out tonight, Jesus. Uh, without you, God, they will fall. Uh, without you, God, they can do nothing. Uh, help them tonight, Jesus. Uh, strengthen them in the inner man tonight. Uh, strengthen them in their hearts and minds and souls tonight. Uh, bring wisdom, knowledge, and understanding, oh God. Direct their steps, oh God. Uh, God, their lives according to your perfect will, oh God. Uh, lift up tonight, Oh God, come by here, oh Jesus. Come by here, God. Without you, God, I can't do it. I need a brand new touch. Without you, God, I will fall, Lord. 
Oh, come by here, Lord. Uh, come by, Jesus. Uh, let the glory of the Lord rise upon us. Uh, let the praises of the King be upon us. Uh, oh, God, we need you tonight. Uh, we need you tonight, oh, God. Uh, we need you in the land, oh, God, uh, of the fruited plain tonight. Uh, we need you in our nation tonight. Uh, we need you, God, uh, to break the strongholds, uh, to deliver. Deliver tonight, O oh God. Bring healing, O oh God. Bring encouragement tonight. Build up, O oh God, your children. Let them hear from heaven tonight, O oh God. In the name of Jesus. Be exalted, O oh God. You said, let God arise, and your enemies would be scattered. We lift you up, Jesus. We lift you up. We bring joy and praise to you tonight in the house of God. In your presence is fullness of joy. At your right hand, there's pleasures forevermore. And I thank you, Jesus. Be exalted, O oh God. Be exalted. Oh God, you've already set me free, God. Oh God, you broke the bonds of chains. Oh God, you are chain breaker. Hallelujah, God. Oh, thank you, Jesus. Hallelujah, God. Oh, Jesus. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Praise be to God. Praise be to God. Praise be to God. For you alone are worthy, Jesus. Be exalted, O oh God. Be exalted, O oh God. Be exalted. Thank you, Jesus. Hallelujah, Jesus. Praise God. Praise God. Thank you, Jesus. Praise God. I thank you, Jesus. Thank you, Lord. Hallelujah. Thanks. Thanks. I give you thanks. For all you have done, I am so blessed. My soul has found rest. Oh, Lord, I give you thanks. Thanks, thanks. I give you thanks for all you have done. And I am so blessed that my soul has found rest. Oh, Lord, I give you thanks. Hallelujah, Jesus. Hallelujah. Hallelujah, Jesus. Oh, God, I never had it so good before. Looking back on how things used to be, God, you have really been good to me. Hallelujah, Jesus. Praise God. Praise God. Praise God. Amen. What a mighty God we serve. Amen. Praise God. Well, we want to get right into our Bible study again tonight. You may be seated. Amen. Hallelujah. Uh, in your prayers, if you would pray, amen, for our district conference this weekend. Amen. We have district conference and board meetings this weekend, so please uh, pray for us with that for it goes well and Everybody be safe and all that other good stuff. And also our nation, continue to pray for our nation and nations around the world, our military men and women, those that we know that are sick in body, those that are suffering and going through this coronavirus. There's many people that has been diagnosed as a lot of our ministers. Amen. So we want to continue uh, to pray. Uh, their sister, uh, my goodness, McLean. Our missionaries to Nigeria, we want to pray for them. Amen. She's having about Brother Mark Harris, one of our evangelist missionaries as well. But they are out of the hospital, and I think to be the God for that. Amen. And so there's uh, numerous others, but just let's continue to remember them as well. Amen. So many, so many. 
Praise God. But we know a God, don't we? He's still good. He's still on the throne. He's still a healer. Amen. I think there's a scrape for all that stuff, right? <laughs> he took a scrape for all that stuff. So we're going to just rejoice. Amen. We've been talking about having a weary, free life. Amen. And, you know, even because we're in this life, we're going to have some things. We're going to think about things. That, And I like to, to put it that way. As a child of God, we've got to get to the point to where we think about things and try to figure out how those things apply to us and not let it weary us. Amen? Because God does not want his children to be weary and worry, amen, about things. He, he will supply all our needs. This is why Jesus says in Matthew 6:33, Seek ye first the kingdom of God, And his righteousness and everything you have need of will be added unto you. Amen. Notice, seek first the kingdom of God. Paul, right into the church at Rome, I mean, excuse me, uh, Thessalonica, he says, The kingdom of God is not meat and drink, but is righteousness, peace, and joy and the Holy Ghost. Amen. So you get the Holy Ghost in your life first and foremost. And it will direct you. The anointing will guide you. The anointing will direct you. And we've already uh, studied here. and We've seen that the answer to a worry-free life is to be content with the things that we have. Amen. If God knows the things I have need of, then I've got to learn to be content with what I have. Amen. He will provide. If you have noticed when we're studying and reading about the children of Israel, their problem was they could never get content. Amen. They saw all the things that God was doing for them. God was leading them. God was directing them. God was providing for them. They had manna. Amen. Their clothes didn't even wear out. Amen. Everything, you know, in the desert. I've been in that hot desert, man. And I don't know, you know, maybe it it was hot, but I don't read that it was hot uh, out there. Amen. And so I'm here to tell you, but, but they never seemed to become content with what God was doing and what God was, was taking them and what God was showing them. And so as a result, what happened? They began to complain. <laughs> they began to murmur. They was never satisfied with what God was doing. When they, they wanted to go back to Egypt, they wanted to go back into the captivity. They said, we had garlic, we had leeks, we had onions, we had all these things, and so they were never satisfied with what God was doing for them. See, and so that teaches us a lesson. God has brought us out, and he's carrying us into a better place. So we have to walk by faith, trust God, (coughs) excuse me, believe God, and allow him to lead according to his perfect will. Amen. So that we can make it and not be weary. Notice Paul says in Romans 1 that they was not thankful. Amen. And because they was not thankful, God gave them over to a reprobate mind. To do all those things was inconvenience. Amen. See, we've got to be thankful of every day. Everything that transpires, we need to learn how to be thankful. We've got to look at these things and see how it applies to our lives so that we are not weary. Notice what David writing in Psalms 3. He says, Lord, how increase are they that trouble me? Many there be which rise up against me. Many there be which saith of my soul, there is no help for me in God. But thou, O Lord, or a shield for me, I mean Psalms chapter 3. Thou, Lord, is a shield for me. You are the glory and you are the lifter up of my head. Notice, he's my shield, which means my protector, my glory, and the lifter up of my head. When I am down, God strengthens me. 
He encourages me. The Word builds me up. The Word lifts me up. I will lift up my eyes unto the hills from whence cometh my help. My help cometh from the Lord, which made the heavens and the earth. Amen. That's why the Bible tells you to lift up holy hands, to lift up your head, lift up the feeble knees. Amen. You've got to get in the habit of looking up and not looking down. Looking down is a sign of defeat. Looking down is the sign of fearfulness. You want to be able to look up. Amen. Lift up your eyes into the hills from whence cometh your help. Your help cometh from the Lord. So David says, how increased are they that trouble me? Many there be which rise up against me. Many there be which saith of my soul, there is no help for me in God. But thou, O Lord, art shield for me. You are the glory and the lifter up of my head. I cried unto the Lord with my voice, and he heard me. Out of his holy hills, I lay me down and I slept. I awake for the Lord sustained me. Amen. So the lesson tonight is we got to go to bed. (laughs) Amen. You're supposed to get some good rest. He will keep you in perfect peace whose mind is stayed. Upon him, Wherein did not come with the Holy Ghost. Peace came with the Holy Ghost. Amen. We, we've got to realize that we should be at peace constantly. This is what our soul should be. Now, last week we saw Elizabeth Gibbert says in her book, Eat, Pray, and Love, at some point, you've got to let go and sit still and allow contentment to come to you. Amen. You've got to sit still and just wait on God. They that wait upon the Lord shall renew their strength. They shall mount up with wings as eagles. They shall run and not be weary. They shall walk and not faint. Amen. Psalms 46, amen, says, Wait on the Lord. Amen. Psalms 27, 14. Wait on the Lord. Be of good courage, and he shall what? Strengthen thine heart. Wait, I say, upon the Lord. So we've got to get in the habit of waiting. See, when I wait upon God, when I trust God, when I believe God's word that he's going to accomplish and do what he said, I can go to bed and I can sleep. Notice Psalms 23. The Lord is my shepherd. I shall not want. He maketh me to do what? Lie down in green pastures. Think about that picture that he's given you. Amen. A beautiful meadow. With, with brooks, streams flowing freely. Think if you've ever been to Europe and Germany in the Lower Bavarian. You think and you see, amen, the beautiful meadows and the rolling hills. Uh, and all of a sudden you see these pretty sheep laying out there just in the beautiful grass. And the stream is running in front of them. Amen. And they're just at peace. There's nothing around to trouble them. Why? Because the shepherd is there. The sheepdog is there for protection. Amen. We, we've got to get the picture of what he's trying to show us. And that's how it should be with us. Uh, God is our shepherd. Jesus says, I am the good shepherd. Uh, and the good shepherd would give his life for his sheep. Uh, amen. So he causes us to lie down in green pastures. He leadeth us beside still waters. Uh, he restoreth our souls. Uh, he lead us in the paths of righteousness for his his namesake. Yea, though we walk through the valley of the shadows of death, we will fear no evil, for thou art with us. The shepherd is always right there. Jesus has promised us, I won't leave you, I won't forsake you, because he's the good shepherd. He's going to protect us. So, 
I can lay down and I can sleep. I don't know when the last time I haven't gone to sleep at night. I mean, I get some good Z monsters, man. <laughs> Amen. See, we, we shouldn't be so weary that we just tossed and turned. That's, that's not of God. See, the Holy Ghost is rest. But with stammering lips in another tongue, to what he say, this is the rest that will call the weary the rest, and this is the refreshing. See, that's why you got to seek first the kingdom of God. When you get the Holy Ghost, amen, you should be able to lay down and rest and go to sleep. Notice what the Psalms says in Psalms 127, verse 2. Psalms 127, verse 2. It is vain for you to rise up early, to sit up late, to eat the bread of sorrows, for so he giveth his beloved sleep. Amen. It's vain to get up early, sit up late, eating bread of sorrow, being sad. He gives you sleep. So you should be at rest. I think that's what the Psalms say. I shall be at rest. Amen. We need to have the rest of God in us. The Holy Ghost should cause us to just relax. Don't worry. Don't sweat the small stuff. Now notice the list here of what are some things that can cause you to be, to worry and not sleep. Fear the worst versus the good. Oh man, I don't know. If I go, I might get the coronavirus. Oh, no. If I go, if I do this or I do that, oh, no, no, no. You start fearing the worst. Think about it. What the Scripture tells you, Proverbs eighteen twenty one: Death and life is in the power of the tongue. Amen. So we got to change the way we talk. We've got to start changing the way we talk as Christians. We've got to learn how to elevate God. We've got to learn how to elevate the Word of God in our lives. Speak, if you want to say positive, even though that word positive is not in the, in the Bible. We've, we've got to learn how to speak edification and building up. What does the Bible tell us? Build up yourself. On your most holy faith, praying in the Holy Ghost. Amen. You've got to learn how to talk to yourself. Look at David in Psalms 42. He says, what's wrong with you, soul? Don't you trust in God? Amen. You've got to talk to yourself. You've got to edify yourself. You've got to build up yourself on your most holy faith. Amen. Stop wearying about the worst. Amen. Start wearying about the good. Because he's good came with the Holy Ghost, not worse came with the Holy Ghost. All things in God is good. There's no evil in him. There's no bad in him. Amen. So don't don't worry about the things. You know, if, if the doctor, you go to the doctor and he gives you a bad report, don't worry about it. Ask from the bodies to be present with the Lord. <laughs> Amen. That's what we've got to get to. Amen. If I die, let me die in the presence of the Lord. Strengthen yourself with the Word of God. Amen. Don't wait, don't fear the worst. Stop being concerned with what people think of you. The Bible says, "He that compare himself among themselves is not wise." Don't worry about what people think of you. You know, Jesus says, you, you can't make one hair on your head white or black. The, the leper can't change his spots. The Ethiopian can't change his skin color. You know? So stop worrying about some of this stuff. 
Come on. God is doing a beautiful thing inside of you. So, you, I mean, people are weird to death about what people, people go to work and I mean they are so stressed because they're concerned about what people think about them. You know, I'm sure they're probably concerned about what people think you're thinking about them. So be the bigger of the crew. Go in with joy. Go in with excitement. Amen. Stop, stop worrying about that. You know, don't let it get into you. Live according to God's word. The only person you've got to worry about pleasing is Jesus. That's the only one you need to be concerned with. So don't worry about what people think about you. Amen. So you don't get over weary and all stressed out. Man. Overeating. I know people don't overeat, right? How many times you hear people, oh man, I ate too much. <laughs> that sounded like self-discipline. You know, we have to be concerned with these things. So if you eat too much, they say, whoever they are, <laughs> that you're going to have a hard time sleeping at night. You know, so you have to be aware of that. Too much caffeine intake during the day and before bed. Procrastination. Not doing the things you're supposed to do. You know, you know you got to get it done. Do it. I think the Bible says don't put off the, for tomorrow what you can do today. You know, get it done. You know, people says going to school and then they say, oh, I got to the end of the semester to get my essay in. And then they got a cram. Then they're worried that they ain't going to get it in on time. Then they're worrying about it, what kind of grade they're going to get. Turn it in early. <laughs> you know, get it out of the way so you don't have to worry about it. You know, you already know you got to turn it in, so do it. Stop procrastinating. Amen. Why, why put that burden on you? You know, when you don't have to. I think the last time I checked the scripture, he gives his beloved wisdom. Amen. Praise God. Some people are weary because they never cut the apron string. Amen. When kids get to a certain age, you need to cut the cord. You need to let, you need to let them make some decisions, you know, on their own. If you try to control their lives, it's going to wear you to death. Now, you, you've got to realize this. You know, when they come to an age of accountability and adulthood, you've got to cut the screen. You know, let them live their lives. You can no longer live your children's life after they get to a certain age. Because if you try to, it's going to wear you to death. Because if you see what how they live and how they treat their children and you are constantly, I wouldn't do that, I wouldn't do this, I wouldn't do this, it's going to wear you to death. You're going to go to bed, and you're going to have restless nights. They have to learn to make decisions and live their lives for themselves. You know, so you got to cut the apron string. You know, you're there for them. That's the thing. As long as they know that mom and dad is there for them, I'm serving God. I'm a live for God. I'm not changing the way I am for my kids, you know, to try to get them to come to church. It ain't going to happen. You know, they have to make that decision on their own. You know, I'm. they know I'm there for them. They know I love them. They know I will do anything for them. But I'm not going to live their lives for them. They have to make that choice on their own. Amen. And they're probably going to make some bad decisions. You know, but what I have found, you know, if I stay the course... They will come around. They will know that I am the real deal. So cut the apron string or else you're never going to have rest. You're never going to have peace. Amen. Thinking about dying. You know, I think the last time I checked the scripture, 
Jesus died. <laughs> I, I think that's, I, that's what this is all about. He went to Calvary. <laughs> he died and he rose again so that we could live. You know, and I think every one of us, someday, if the Lord tarries, we're going out of here. See? So stop worrying about dying. We're going to a better place. Amen. We're looking for that city. Hebrews 11 says, if they had been mindful of that city from which they had came, country they came out of, they'd have had opportunity to return there in. But now they're looking for a better country. That is a heavenly where God is not ashamed to be called their God. Amen. I'm looking for that city where the Lamb is the light. Amen. Well, I don't know how God is going to take me out of here, but I'm doing my very best every day to be ready when He calls. Uh, when He taps me and says, okay, Rufus, uh, your life on that earth is all done. I want to be ready. I want to be ready to go. I want to be dancing on the streets of gold. I want to be ready. I don't want to have be fearing by, oh, I didn't forgive Joe Jones. I, I'm, I don't I don't, I'm not going to be worrying about, you know, whether I had a million dollars and who's going to get it afterwards uh, and whatever. I'm not worrying about none of that stuff. Amen. I'm ready to go. Amen. So stop worrying about that kind of stuff. You know, people, I mean, the doctor give you a bad report and the first thing people start thinking about dying. Yeah. Good. Get excited about it. <laughs> you know? That's right. We we got to get ready here. People get worried about losing your jobs. Well, if God provided that one for you, and you're doing the right thing, and you're living according to your God's perfect will on that job that He had you at, He opens the door for you. If you prayed and asked God to give you a job and that door opened for you, then you gave God praise that that door opened for you. If that job is taken away or closed or the business go out of business or whatever, believe me, God will provide you another. Amen. You just need to keep rejoicing and not be worried about it. Amen. He will come through for you. And Scripture says, I've been young, now I'm old. I've never seen the righteous forsaken, nor his seeds begging bread. Amen. Overspend it. Amen. This is one of the probably the biggest cause of people not being able to go to bed and rest is they're in debt. You know, you got to learn, you know, the, as I keep saying, the Holy Ghost teaches us discipline and learning how to wait. It teaches us how to have time management. It teaches us how to plan for things. And not buy just to be buying, you know, because it's, I see it, I see it. We, it teaches us some discipline here. And so we, if not, if you get so accumulating of debts, debt, 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 if you get more going out than you got coming in, it's not God's fault. See, you have to learn how to manage financially. Say, you got to. There are certain things that, yes, you've got to have in life. And those needs, yes, you should be able to, to either save for them. You may have to charge something, you know, but it should not be a, a way out of in the left field somewhere where you can't make the payments and be at peace about it. Say, you have to set a budget. You have to set a plan so that you can go to sleep at night. Amen. Noisy neighbors. <laughs> Anybody got noisy neighbors keeping you awake at night? Amen. Cell phones and eye devices. Hey, turn it off. When you go to bed, turn it off. <laughs> Not only save the battery, save your sleep. Because stuff, you know, you got all kinds of settings. You can block a lot of things on there. You know, like on my phone, and of course I don't even take mine in the bedroom with me, you know, unless, you know, unless I know it's going to be in a scream emergency for somebody. 
But I put people in my cell phone, in my favorites, that can get through to me. And my phone will ring if it's something critically important that I do need to get up for. That's the only way it's going to ring through from 9 o'clock to 7 o'clock the next morning. That's the only way it's going to ring through is, is those that are in my favorite that I'm concerned about and want them to be able to get a hold of me. All that other craziness, nah, it ain't coming through. It's not going to wake me up, you know. So you you have to figure this stuff out. See, it's called a smartphone, <laughs> but we got to be smarter than it. It's sad that the device is smarter than we are, you know. We, we've got to learn here, amen, how to use this stuff. If not, we're going to be stressed and we're going to be wear, wore out. Amen. Look at Acts chapter 12. Let's go to Acts chapter 12. Now, Peter is a good example of how to have a, a weary free life. Watch this. Acts 12, starting with verse 1. Acts chapter 12, verse 1. Now about the time Herod the king stretched forth his hands to vex certain of the church, he killed James, the brother of John, with the sword. And because he saw it please the Jews, he proceeded further to take Peter also. Then were the days of unleavened bread. And when he had apprehended him, he put him in prison and delivered him to four quadrants of soldiers to keep him, intended after Easter to bring him forth to the people. Peter, therefore, was kept in prison, but prayer was made without ceasing of the church unto God for him. And when Herod would have brought him forth, the same night Peter was sleeping between two soldiers, bound with two chains, and the keeper before the door kept the prison. And behold, the angel of the Lord came upon him, and a light shined in the prison, and he smoked Peter on the side and raised him up, saying, Arise up quickly, and his chains fell from his hands. And the angel said unto him, Gird thyself and bind out sanders. And so he did, and he said unto him, Cast thy garment about thee and follow me. And he went out and followed him. And was not that it was true which was done by the angel, but thought he saw a vision. When they were past the first and second ward, they came unto the iron gate that led unto the city, which opened to them of his own accord. Wow. And they went out and passed on through one street, and forthwith the angel departed from him. Now notice. Would you think you'd been asleep when your best friend, one of your best buddies just got killed? And you in prison, and you're the next on the chopping block. He's just waiting for Easter to, to kill you. But what was Peter doing? People was taking him and that. Peter's was sleeping between the guards. He's got chains on. He's, he's sleeping. Amen. And the angel has to wake him up and tell him to get his clothes on, get his sandals on, and let's go. Amen. He not, he's not worried. See, because Jesus told him, Peter, when you're old. Amen. But Peter is still pretty young about this time. Amen. So it's a story of an example for us. No matter what we're going through, go to bed. Go to sleep. Get rest. You've cast your cares on God. You've taken it to Him. You've told Him what you're going through. He already knows. Amen. We cast our cares upon Him because He cares for us, and we leave it there. Take your burdens to Jesus. Amen. Bring it to Him. Forget all about it. Amen. And let Him take care of it. Praise God. As the psalmist says, I will lay me down and I slept, but the Lord shall sustain me. Praise God. 
excuse me, God will take care of us. Notice Proverbs 3.24. Proverbs 3.24. Solomon says, When thou liest down, thou shalt not be afraid. Yea, thou shalt be, amen, thou shalt, shall lie down, and thy sleep shall be what? Sweet. Amen. You'll see the sheep jumping across the gate. Think about it. Your sleep will be sweet. It'll be pleasant. It won't be a weary night's sleep. You won't have all kinds of weird dreams and craziness. You'll be thinking about the goodness of the Lord. <clears throat> Amen. Your sleep will be sweet to you. Amen. Praise God. That's what he wants. You don't have to be afraid about what's going to transpire. You don't fret not. Fear not, little flock. Your Father's good pleasure to give you the kingdom. Remember what the Lord says in Isaiah 41. Be not dismayed. I am your God. I will help you. Yea, I will uphold you with the right hand of my righteousness, saying, fear not. So if God is telling me to fear not, to be not afraid, amen, then I need to not be afraid. I need to lay down. I need to go to sleep. I need to let him care for the things that I have taken to him. And I need to be at rest. Because if I don't get rest, I'm going to get weary, and I get weary, what happened? I started making crazy accidents. I started making, doing wrong things. See? So we have to be careful. Because when you're stressed out, you can't think right. You make wrong choices. You make wrong decisions. See? You have to be aware of this. God wants you, because as his child, you've got to make right choices and right decisions. And so he wants you to be in perfect peace so that your mind is clear, so that you're not inundated with things that doesn't really matter, so that when you need to make right choices and right decisions and give an answer for the hope that's in you, you know what you're doing and you're doing it right. That's what God desires of us. So when you lie down, don't be afraid. He'll get you up. He'll wake you up in peace. Amen. And your sleep will be so sweet. You'll wake up and go, oh, man, that was a good night. Man, that was a good sleep last night. You know, sometimes Sister Parker wake up and, just say, boy, I got a good night's sleep. I said, yeah, you were snoring in the big logs, man. <laughs> Amen. As, uh, that's the way it's supposed to be. You're supposed to have rest. You're supposed to wake up refreshed. Eight good hours of sleep. Everybody get eight hours? Supposed to. What are you doing with it? You get eight hours of sleep, eight hours of work, eight hours of play. It's 24 hours, right? So somebody's got to give the time management here. If you got 24 hours and you're not getting rest, you know, most people only work eight hours a day. The last time I checked, right? How much? Eight and a half, okay. Well, we'll take it. We'll take a half an hour of your playtime away to work. <laughs> How's that? Amen. But, but, but see, we've got to learn how to manage time. Because if not, we're going to wear ourselves out. See? If you go to bed at nine, ten, eleven, twelve, one, two, three, four, five in the morning, that's eight hours. Now, if you're setting up later than that, you have to ask yourself, why am I doing up that? What's going on that late at night? Hmm. <laughs> Amen. Come on with me on this trip here. God is trying to help us. 
He don't want his children to be weary and wore out. Let us not be weary and well-doing. For in due season we will reap if we faint not. Amen. Notice what Jeremiah says in Jeremiah 31, verse 25 and 26. Jeremiah says, For I have satiated, or I have satisfied and filled the weary soul. Amen. If my soul is weary, amen, I, I need to feed it. I need to feed it with the word. I need to feed it with good things. Here. And he says, I have satiated the, the, the weary soul. I've satisfied it. I've made it happy again and have replenished every sorrowful soul. Give it another drink of water. Oh, everyone that thirsts, come ye to the waters. Come buy wine and milk without money and without price. Come on. Let's get our soul. What does the John say in the third uh, psalm? I, beloved, I pray that your soul prospers. Amen. As your, your health prospers, as your soul prosper. Praise God. You want your soul. You want that inner man to be edified and build up and strengthened. Not the fleshly man. Take care of the inward man and he'll take he'll power of the fleshly man and cause him to do the right thing. Come on. Upon this I awake, he says, and beheld. And here it comes. And my sleep was sweet unto me. <laughs> oh, my sleep was sweet. Why? Because I satisfied my soul. Learn to quote some scriptures and sing some good songs of the old songs of Zion before you go to bed at night. You know, I grew up in the country and we used to, before we go to bed at night, we, we had to say, nah, lay me down to sleep. <laughs> I play my soul. <laughs> what is it? Nah, lay me down to sleep. I pray, I pray my, I pray my soul the Lord to keep. Yeah, if I should die before I wake, I pray the Lord my soul to take, right? Yeah. Think about, it. yeah, you know, we feed our soul. We, we feed the, this soul man. Make him happy. Sing some songs. Read some scriptures. Quote some scriptures to yourself. Amen. Practice, practice the scriptures you've been learning and memorizing. Feed him, feed him, feed him. So that, you know, they say if you read the Bible or you go to bed, you'll go right off to sleep. Think about it. <laughs> Think about it. If that is true, and it has proven true because I, I do at night. I mean, I started reading books and stuff about the Lord, and next thing you know, man. Wake up next morning, sometime might be in the floor. <laughs> you know. But but we've got to learn. He wants us to have this peace and rest. Notice what Paul said in Philippians 4. Rejoice evermore. And again I say rejoice. Let your moderation be known all men. The Lord is at hand. Be careful for nothing but in everything with prayer and supplication with thanksgiving. Let your requests be made known unto God in the peace of God, which passeth all understanding will keep your hearts and minds through Christ Jesus. Amen. You can do this. You can have a weary free life. If we follow God's principles and God's directions and God's way, man, if we try to follow the world's way, the world wants you to be tired. The world wants you to be wore out. That's Satan's goal. But God wants you to be at peace. Think about Jesus when you read the story in Mark 4. Here they are in, 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 in the storm. I mean, Mark 5, excuse me. They're in the storm. And where's Jesus? He gives you an example. He's on the back of the boat with a pillow asleep. The boat's filled with water. The storm is brewing. The disciples are just, you know, they're going crazy, man. They're throwing the water out as fast as it can come in. The boat's filling up. I always, that story always in Mark 5 intrigues me because it said the boat's full of water. You know, if the boat's full of water, it should sink. 
Because that's the only way a boat can sink is to get full of water on the inside. You know, that's the only way it's going to sink. It's got to get full of water. So the Bible says it's full of water, but Jesus is in the hinder part sleep. And it ain't sinking. So finally the disciples said, let's wake him up. So they wake up Jesus and says, Master, don't you care that we perish? Jesus just stood, rebuked the wind and the storm, says, peace, be still. Everything is calm. And he turns to the disciples and says, why are you so fearful? How is it you don't have any faith? In other words, what he's speaking to me is, look, Rufus Parker, I'm on board with you, so stop worrying. You ain't going to sink. You aren't going under. Amen. So just let yourself be at peace. Matter of fact, get your pillow and lay down in the boat with me if you want. You know, Jesus told his disciples, he says, come apart and rest a while. Come on, come get away sometimes. Refresh yourself. Refresh your soul. This is what Jeremiah is saying. You know, I've refreshed my soul. I've got to do that. So, because you're, you're doing a lot. See, so you've got to take care of it. Praise God. We have to learn how to have a merry heart in a Martha's world. You ever read that book, How to Have a Mary's Heart in a Martha's World? There's a book out there. I can't think of the, the author off the top of my head. But it's a good book for reading. Amen. So we, we have to learn how to do this stuff. Amen. Luke 10, 38 through 42. I've got about two minutes here. Now it came to pass as they went that he entered into a certain village and a certain woman named Martha received him to her house. And she had a sister called Mary which also sat at Jesus' feet and heard his word. But Martha was coming about much serving and came to him and said, Lord, dost thou not care that my sister have left me to serve alone? Bid her, therefore, does she help me? And Jesus answered and said unto her, Martha, Martha, thou art careful and troubled about many things, but one thing is needful, and Mary has chosen the good part, which shall not be taken from her. Notice, he says, Martha, you care... You're worried about a whole lot of stuff. You got all kinds of troubles. He said, but your sisters chose the best part. And that's what we need to do is we need to realize, you know, we need to get alone and just sit at Jesus' feet sometime. And just let him talk. Let him share with us. Amen. Here. There's a time for serving and there's a time for listening. There's a time for serving and there's a time for listening. I, I put a few things here on the paper. Do not ever feel fearful of ministers coming to your house. I've seen people go ballistic if they hear that a preacher is coming to the house. Or they invite the preacher to come to the house and then they go absolutely nuts trying to think you got to do all this stuff to make it. You know, live your life. We put our pants on just like any other man. (laughs) And my wife put her dress on just like any other lady. So, you know, just be at peace. If I was to show up to your house without you inviting me, don't panic. You don't have to serve me. I didn't, you didn't invite me. I just showed up. There's no protocol that says I have to take you have to take care of me if I show up unexpected. Now, if you invite me, then you should. You should have something, you know, whatever. But but don't expect that you've got to just jump and go through hoops, you know, because we show up. Unaware. All right? You gotta learn how to have a merry heart in a Martha's world. Sometimes we might just be showing up to just say, hey, how you doing? You know? Everything okay? You doing good? Anything I can do for you? You know? Sometimes you just might want to listen. 
Don't feel like you got to serve any all the time. Okay? And we'll pick this portion up next week again. Amen? Praise God. But hopefully you'll be able to go home tonight and you'll go get yourself some good sleep and, you know, rest. Amen. Pray. Read your word. Sing yourselves a song. Amen. Don't drink some Mountain Dew and Dr. Peppers and all that stuff, okay? And you'll get yourself a good night's sleep. Amen. Get off the big buddies. <laughs> Amen. Praise God. Father, we thank you tonight. Lord, we thank you so much that you care for us, oh God. We're thankful, Lord, again, that we have another opportunity to say thank you, God. You desire, Lord, that we shall have rest and that abundantly, Lord. And I thank you again tonight for your people. Bless them, oh God, I pray, Lord, and continue to guide our steps according to your perfect will. We love you. And we thank you tonight in Jesus' name. Amen. Amen. Don't forget to search Sunday. Amen. God bless you. We'll see everyone Sunday.